and welcome to Swapping Joysticks. The, there you go. It is the one, the only. It is Swapping Joysticks, our brand new podcast, LGBTQIA plus gaming podcast and media empire platform. Is that what we we're, call we're it? Going, we're going for that. An empire eventually. Yeah. Exactly. We will get there. But yeah, this is Swapping Joysticks. We are, we talk everything gaming, uh, often with LGBTQIA plus bent. We don't stick to it, but we do a, uh, you know, we do talk about it quite a lot. I'm your host, Ben Ostwick, otherwise known as Biggest Benus, and I am joined by the one, the only. Wait one second, let me just get this right. Ed Nightingale. Wow, the echo and everything. Of course. Yeah, you Thank are you. like a wrestler. <laughs> am I? <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is Swapping Joysticks. Anybody that has uh, listened to us before will probably be like, what happened to Split the Screen? If you didn't listen to the last podcast, uh, Split the Screen, we weren't able to kind of get the um, the actual address there in many other places. And also it wasn't very unique. Uh, like you had to scroll down quite a bit. Um, so whereas Swapping Joysticks, this brand new name is, I think it, you know, it reflects us so well. It's about gaming. And it's quite mm. old gaming as well, like joysticks. Who remembers using a joystick uh, for gaming? Are you calling me old? Yeah, you are. Oh, wait, actually, I am I am the same age as you for a very short you moment. You are. Yes. You are. So if I'm old, then so are you. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll say that then. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's got gaming, old gaming. It's got um, LGBT in it because, you know, swapping joysticks, that does sound something... Kinda. It sounds, sounds a bit rude. Sounds a bit rude. And yeah, that's the main other pillar. It's filth. Utter filth. Which is, I mean, if you look at the logo, if anybody's watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see it above. If you're listening to the podcast, you'll be able to see it on the podcast logo. Um, thank you very much, by the way, to Moni Does Stuff for uh, redesigning yes. this. Thank you, Moni. Incredible. Incredible. So, um, Ed, how's your week been? It's been all right. It's been all right. Um, it's 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 actually I say that it's been quite eventful. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> because I had a day off yesterday, which meant that I got ten hours of sleep, which in itself is excellent. Um, but yeah. more importantly than that, I finished my month of Pride Month fundraising, uh, playing a marathon stream of Celeste, which, well, the whole thing was six hours, but. The playing of Celeste was five hours, my first time through, did a bit of a speed run, and I was raising money for mermaids the whole the whole month. And we managed what to get mermaids? over what is mermaids. Mermaids. Yeah. mermaids is a charity that supports trans youth and their families, which is super important to all of us here in this community. And I managed to raise in my first ever fundraising thing I've ever done, I raised over a thousand pounds. We got, well, we would now hit slightly more today. So £1,200 and 69 pence. The nice. 69 is very important. Very, very nice. important. Excellent. I mean, huge congratulations. That is fantastic. That is a lot of money that's going to go to uh, good use. And I mean, that's like a salary for somebody for a month. That is a really, really good, uh, yeah. you know, very, very impressive. So I am very proud of you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And I mean, a big thank you to everyone who donated as well. Um, there are lots of people here that have. So thank you all so much for that. It's uh, It was just wild. 
but and very ga- very much appreciated. What games have you been uh, have you been playing over over that month? What, what games were you used? Were you like uh, yeah using as a backdrop to your fundraiser? So it was all LGBT games, um, and now you've asked me that, I need to remember what they were. <laughs> and I genuinely Pride can't. Run. We had so we had so we started with Pride Run. That's right. Pride Run is very very fun. Um, you literally have a pride parade that you, it's like a rhythm game. Oh, by the way, you just had um, another five pound donation. Oh, thank from you. From Liz. Oh, thank you, thank Liz. You, Liz. Thank you. Um, so there was that. There was, hang on. Bug snacks? <laughs> there was bug snacks. Did you kill um, any NPCs? Last week. I didn't. I did. Actually, no, I didn't kill anyone. I caught quite a few bug snacks, but I didn't kill anyone. Hmm. I've never done that. I no. didn't know that was even possible in that game. No, for some reason, so uh, our good friend Moni managed to kill uh, somehow. Managed to kill some uh, a sweet was it a sweet lesbian couple, or was it a, or was it a gay couple? I can't remember. She ended up killing some people that mm. weren't even killable. It was it's quite an achievement. It happened. It yeah. happened. Um, there was Sword of the Necromancer, which is a sort of Hades style um, roguelike dungeon crawler. Um, where you are a lesbian out to save your girlfriend, uh, which was really fun, um, just really well made and and really really nice pixel art in that. Um, and we played some Paradise Killer, which is an open world narrative game that is just camp as hell, um, but has an amazing soundtrack. Um, yes, it does. And and that was the month. Um, but yeah, you finished with Celeste, and how did that did. go? Very well, five hours. I'd never pl- well. I played the beginning briefly, and found it quite frustrating. Mainly going for the strawberries was quite frustrating. I didn't realize you hadn't finished it before. I thought you'd no. finished it ages ago. Oh. No, no, no. I'd literally played about half an hour of like the first one and a bit levels, and was like, "Nah, screw this." I can't oh my god! It. So you, you, um, that, you playing it yesterday was you playing it for the first time? Yeah. Uh, that's embarrassing for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so so yeah, I just I just whipped through it as quickly as possible. Um, I did get a few strawberries. I had some strawberry laces to eat, uh, sweets, candy if you're American, um, for every strawberry. Um, I went through two packs of fizzy strawberry laces and felt quite sick. Yeah, um, you were hyper. Maybe that was helping you. Maybe that's the se- maybe-, maybe that's the secret. Money. If only you'd if Mo- if only money <clears throat> had had some of the strawberry laces or some sugar, she might not have taken 24 hours to finish the game. Exactly. Exactly. Sugar and, and sweets are the key to good gaming. Yeah. Um, so there we go. And and that's that. So now I'm going to do uh, to reward the 750, which was the actual goal rather than the thousand. Um, I'm going to be playing some Visage, Visage, I never know how to say it, um, as a horror stream, which is going to have some sort of screaming jump scare redemption. So that's going to be a really fun Saturday night for me at some point. I cannot wait. Cannot wait to watch that. Um, I mean, that is a game that's too scary for me. I would never play that. <laughs> yeah, I've I know very little about it, but everyone who hears the name is like, "Oh, you're playing that!" So that's going to be really fun. How I many think. hours are you going to be playing it? As long <clears throat> as I can stand, as long as this towel and beneath beneath me stays dry. <laughs> well, if it's a Saturday night, I'll have to come over and make sure that you do uh, you do stay there. Stay the length, stay the course. Oh, I will stay. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. I will I will reward viewers um, and I will stay there as long as I can. Fine. Okay. 
we'll, uh, do, we'll do at least three hours. Three hours is a good good stream time. So oh. we'll do that. <laughs> well, how many times will see the soul leave your body? It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, how so about did... you, Ben? How has how has your week been? My week has been pretty darn good. Um, so it was my birthday on Monday. <gasps> Twenty. Happy birthday! Thank you. My I was I'm in my late twenties now, and I very late into early 30s you know it's yeah it's, it's still early 30s it's before 35 so it counts as early 30s and i think you're i think you're mid now no no mid is exactly 35 so I, that'll be you in a few weeks wow yeah uh wow. early 30s i'm not mid 30s i'm early 30s <laughs> i am in the first half of the 30s so that's early 30s see early is like 30 one two three mid would be four five six no. and then late is eight nine seven eight nine I don't <laughs> i'm not sure i don't think that's how it works i think it's 30 to 34 is early 30s 35 6 7 8 and 9 is mid 30s <laughs> and then 40 <laughs> is 40 is you know i probably won't last that long anyway Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I had a really good time last weekend. Uh, what did I do last weekend? Did I stream? Well, you streamed on your birthday on Monday. I did. I did the stream on my birthday. I had a really fun, uh, yeah, really, really fun stream from like midday until 5 p.m. or so. Or was it six? No, I think it was five because, well, I was streaming some uh, really cool games. I've got back into Red Dead Redemption which is Ooh. one of my favorite games of all time. And I was like, it's my birthday. I want to play one of my favorite games of all time. So I got into that and I will be streaming more of it uh, this upcoming week. So freaking love that game. And it's I've been playing it on the Xbox Series X, which has it, I don't know if it's at 60 FPS. It's definitely upscaled to 4K, even though my monitor isn't 4K, but you can see like the the better textures. And it like sometimes I'm just standing there looking out over the over the wilderness or over the, you know, the plains. And like you can see just the haze of the dust and it's just a stunning game i can't believe it you know that game is so old it is beautiful it makes me want to play red dead redemption 2 again but i'm not going to play red dead redemption 2 until there's a ps5 version which i mean a few people i've heard from different sources that red dead redemption 1 might be getting a remake and added to 2 in some kind of remaster so i'm just fingers crossed hoping that that does happen Fingers crossed for those faps per second, because that's all you care about in gaming. You say that, and you're right, but the amount of times I've heard you quite recently saying, oh, I can, I, you know, I'm kind of turning into you, I'm, you know, with these uh, FPS, I like to have a high FPS. Listen, <laughs> I know that this has been an ongoing, long-running joke of you liking your 60 faps per second and me being or 144 and a bit more deep all right and a bit more detail but i have um yeah i've changed my mind i i will admit 60 don't give me that smug face i will admit that 60 faps per second is better it is better yes and going i think i think what really made makes the difference for me now is playing things on a ps5 or you can play it on Xbox Series X if you've got one. Um, and swapping between the different modes that they have now with the sort of performance or fidelity or whatever. Um, when you swap between them, you can really, really see the difference. And it's not something I'd ever really noticed before because so many things were at 30 because 
you know, few games could could run at 60 because the consoles weren't powerful enough. Yeah. And now that they are, you're like, actually, I can really see the difference there. And the smoothness, especially on a bigger screen that we tend to have nowadays, yeah. um, you can really, really see the difference. So I am, I hold my hands up. I will admit this one time, you were correct, Ben. 60 faps per second is better. Just just revel in that for a moment. Okay, I'm done. Uh, but yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I don't understand where people go. Do you want, for example, do you want 30 FPS and 4K? Or do you want 60 FPS and like 1080 or 1440p upscaled? And he's like, well, if you're doing 30 FPS, when you're turning the camera relatively quickly, you're not going to even see the 4K detail in it because it's going to be kind of a bit blurry as it's switching as you're spinning the camera around. So, I mean, I would... I mean, there are some games, yeah, that 4K and 30 FPS is totally fine when it's not moving the camera so much. For example, like, uh, like for example, Divinity Original Sin 2. If I were to play that and it would say, would you like for, and I had a 4K monitor, would you like 4K, uh, 30 FPS, or would you like uh, 1080p and 60? I would 100% pick 4K and 30 because you're not moving the camera loads and it doesn't really matter. But something that's action-packed like Horizon or a game like, you know, Elden Ring or a, a Bloodborne remake, if that came out. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I don't want to go don't back and play Bud Bloodborne because it's 30 FPS. But something that you want really fast lightning reflexes and you're spinning the camera around as quickly as you can, that stuff really needs 60 or more. You I was thinking, <laughs> this is an oddly specific example. I was trying to think of something that was, yeah, where the camera doesn't move so much, but you want to have like such a beautiful detail on it. Yeah, there are, I've seen people that say that they can't see the difference between 30 and 60, and, and those people are liars. <laughs> or they've never actually seen the difference. Or somebody was like, look, this is the difference, and they didn't actually change it. I can even tell the difference between 60 and 144, but it's fine. 60 is great. But, uh, I mean, 144 is like butter. The first game I ever played at 144 FPS was Hitman on my PC, because my monitor's 144 and like de playing Destiny 2 or Hitman on 144, it's like butter. See, now you're just showing off that you've got your fancy PC that can handle that. Oh, that was before, I don't even actually. have an option for anything above no. 60. Um, yeah, because you need to get a monitor that does it. But no, it's not about like the PC. I mean, it was on my old 1070 that um, I did 144 on Hitman. Yeah. Me. Some of us have bad vision. I think even with bad vision, you can see the difference between 30 and 60. Unless you're like a pigeon, you know, when they're, because they're, they see, they process. That's why like a pigeon can't go to the cinema and enjoy the movie. Did you know that? No. How, how do people know that? Ask them. You take a pigeon to the movies and say, can you see this? Or pigeons can't enjoy movies in the cinema because their refresh rate of their own eyes is so fast that they just see the pictures going up. Well, sad times for pigeons. They yeah. can't play video games either. No, they can't. Unless it's like 144 FPS. Yeah. I mean, if people can't see the difference between 30 and 60, they just need to play more 60 FPS games then go back to a 30. <laughs> I'm not literally making that up. I'm going to Google it now. Can pigeons go to the cinema? Is that a wise thing to Google? Probably not, because a movie, can you, t could you, you could take a pigeon to the movies by bird note. They say, probably not, because a movie made for humans will look to a pigeon more like a series of still images. See, movies run at 64 frames per second, just right for humans to sense as normal speed. 
but pigeons, like other birds and small mammals, process the visual world several times faster. So there you go. And I love that that's actually a question that's so common that it's one of the first, it's not like, yeah. <laughs> Literally, if you type, can pigeons go to the cinema in Google, it will give you that answer. Wow. That Psychology Today has an article saying why you can't take a pigeon to the movies. I really, really hate that you're right. <laughs> again, I really hate again. that you're right. <laughs> and on the front page of Twitch as well, being correct. Oh, oh not this. Mm. Not this. Right, well, let's let's move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to leave immediately. We all do. What have you been playing this week, Ben? I have been playing Red Dead Redemption. I told you. Yeah, no, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption. Still brilliant. And honestly, play it. I actually, because it's come to uh, PlayStation Plus apparently, but is it the, because it came out on PS3, is it streamed on the PlayStation Plus premium thing? That is a very good question that I would have to double check on the console. But the anyway, the best place, if you if you Google this as well, and I went on to Resetra to double check, um, but if you wanna if you Google like where's the best place to play Red Dead Redemption One, it is currently on Xbox. And that includes Xbox Series um, X, Series S, and also the one. X as well because that one also has access to the uh, the 4k textures and it's it's just so beautiful it's just and also it's got the like this is another reason why maybe a remake wouldn't be as perfect because it has just the right amount of jank to make it really fun like there was one i was racing through a village and ran somebody over maybe intentionally and the horse like maybe launched, yeah the maybe well that person launched the horse up into the air and i went flying uh which was great fun <laughs> I yeah. think you deserve that for trying to run someone over. I did run somebody over who was taking a piss. They were peeing into a bush and I was I walked past and I was like, oh, that person's having a pee. So I trampled him with a horse and then he got a gun out and shot me while covered in piss. That's a, because that's a normal response. I mean, yeah. He didn't even play. Surely, surely, surely the normal response is just to stand from a safe distance and watch. He didn't even put his todger away. He was like, nope, straight, get my other weapon out and, uh, and started firing. <laughs> wow. So yeah, it like that amount, that little bit of jank, like. Oh. So there was a person, there was a man being rather handsy with a lady. Oh, was he trying to kill? Her? I think he was trying to kill, um, a lady of the night, and I went to rescue her and protect her, but I think he'd killed her by the time that I killed him, and for some reason that turned me into a murderer. So then everybody was against me. <laughs> I, don't I mean quite... that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love I just love this kind of the jank and the weirdness that goes on in that game and the weird little things that you'll like, yeah, the the side mission where there's a cannibal. And one of the options is, well, I was a bit annoyed because I went and you went here in the chat because you were like you would have been on my side. But one of the options at the end of this cannibal mission is that you can either leave this businessman with the cannibal and let them, you know, uh be eaten or you can go okay. and kill the cannibal and you know do the right thing and i ran so absolutely a... you let them get eaten right exactly well i ran a poll in the chat i was like do we kill the cannibal or dinner time and people picked to kill the cannibal so it was yeah it was disappointing really chat i know really go for the cool option if you and also Can cannibalism's cool apparently <laughs> currently according to red dead but yeah, it did make my honor go up, which is a bit annoying because I wanted to, well, I'm trying to get my honor down 
in Red Dead Redemption. Just I was going to go for like an, you know, dishonored playthrough or dishonorable playthrough. Uh, but it, being dishonorable costs a lot of money. So um, I don't fancy just constantly having big bounties on my head. Um, yeah, so I've been playing, yeah, Red Dead Redemption. Absolutely love it. If you haven't played it before, which I know you haven't finished it, honestly do it. It's like 13 hours, 14 hours. Um, they're not millions of side quests. It's just kind of little mini things that you can play along with if you want. Um, and yeah, it's great. But other than that, I've been playing quite a bit of Monster Hunter. Um, yeah, so Monster Hunter, I think you, yeah, we've been playing it as well. I'm trying to get my rank up so I can go and take part in the DLC, which has just come out today, Sunbreak. I haven't played any of the actual Sunbreak content yet. However, yesterday when I uh, loaded up the console, I had a big, big update, which turned out to be the Sunbreak update, even though I hadn't redeemed the code for it then. Um, mm. And they gave me some armor that was Rarity 7, which is pretty much, you know, just ready for Sunbreak because uh, you have to be hunter rank seven to play it so yeah i got some uh, really decent armor that was kind of them to add it so that i can kind of whiz through the base game to get to it uh unfortunately my they didn't give me a level seven weapon so my weapon's not doing the you know the best it could do um but yeah it's uh, kicking my ass i just as you anybody watching me stream today knows i despise the rampages i find the rampages so frustrating and annoying it turns it's not that's not monster hunter it's like some mm. kind of tower defense game where you've got to like set certain things and you've got to have automated shooting or automated cannons or random wyvern things. It's like, oh, I don't understand why this wyvern, there's like a wyvern, uh, anti-wyvern thing that turret. is turret, that, yeah, that is auto attacks. But I'm pretty sure I never once saw it attack a wyvern. So I've no idea what that did. Um, and it's just, yeah, I hate it and i just try and get them out of the way as much as possible so yeah i will say though that it is or the reason that they're there is to really break up the the game because otherwise all you are doing is hunting the same things over and over again but and that's the that's, game that's Monster the joy Hunter. of the game yeah that is the joy of the game but it's it's sometimes nice to have that broken up into something else a little bit they're like you can't have too much rampage. fun yeah i just don't think that the rampage missions are the best option for that because what, they are very frustrating yeah. what they could maybe do is have something where like a monster comes into an arena and you kill it and then you have to kill another one that comes in afterwards you know that kind of thing if they want to do something well, a bit there different there are arena battles okay should have done that then i think i feel like i did that in, a, in monster hunter world yes and yeah. there are arena battles in rise as well i'm not playing well just do something like that instead of i don't know this rampage thing it just feels annoying and it's got some weird tactics and I don't know. It's not my, it changes. It's not a, it's not the part of the game that I enjoy. And it's, yeah, it's got some weird mechanics in it that you have to be fiddly with and you have to kind of plan. And no, Monster Hunter, it's about getting some sharp weapons, nice armor and going and attacking a monster out in the open Correct. world. Correct. Yeah. I've also been playing it a lot to try and catch up before some break. And I am really quite far behind. Um, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I think, I've well, I've just got to the high rank monsters, which basically means that you are starting again from the beginning and doing them all again, but just more difficult versions of them. And I'm enjoying that because I haven't played it for about a year. So I've sort of forgotten what a lot of them are. And it's nice to go back and to play through them all again, to slowly remind myself the controls and what I'm doing and what the monsters are. And that's great. My one concern with Sunbreak 
is that it bumps you up to master rank, but then you effectively have to do that again mm. before you then get to the new monsters at the end. So my fear is that I'm going to sort of burn out on it at this point and end up doing the same ones again and again and, and get a little bit bored. Um, but there are other things to mix things up. Um, mm. I should probably try some different some different weapons. I know your double blades. Yeah. Um, I'm the bow dual and arrow. Blades. Yeah. Dual blades. I go for bow and arrow. I like to keep my distance. Um, yeah. Other people get messy. The one bit that I've never, yeah, like me, I do all the hard work. You just stand there poking it from afar. Yeah. I am great. I like. I don't. I love it, but I've never played a monster hunter where I've got to like end end game. Like I've never got to the highest rank and the hardest monsters. I've always kind of been a bit further down from that so there's always been a challenge there's always been okay i need to you know increase my hunter rank do these five missions so i can rank up what i want to do in some break is and it might i'll probably have to do this mostly off stream is to get to like unlock all the monsters get to the end of it so i can just like grind away and, and really get exactly what i want like get the armor that i really want get the weapons and go and grind for those that part of yeah being able to get your weapon and being able to customize your both your armor and your weapons to be exactly what you want would be amazing and then also after that being like well i've got my perfect build i want to go and now uh change it i want to go and have a go at seeing what the bow's like and seeing what the giant hammer's like which i used to play and miss like 90 percent of my shots so i then changed to, dual, <laughs> to twin blades or whatever it is dual blades so yeah, i want to give that a go but yeah i'm a long way off that yeah i think another thing i actually really like about monster hunter is the fact that the story is just pointless like no one plays monster hunter for the story you're there for the yeah. missions and it means that it's the kind of game where there is just so much content you can really dip in and out um and and you know like i haven't played it in about a year but i've really enjoyed coming back into it again and i don't feel like oh i can't remember what the story was and i can't remember where i am like i had to relearn the controls again mm. um but it's nice to just dip in and out of and and say right i can go play with friends this evening and then i'll come back to it in a few days time it's not something that you necessarily want to just constant. I mean, you can constantly play it and it's great fun, um, but it's nice to be able to dip in and out of something because it's not, it's not, it's not super grabbing you. Yeah. You necessarily story wise. I mean, some people do like the story and that's obviously fine. Um, we but I judge. like that it's no, of course not. Um, but I like that it is just about hunting monsters and you can just really take your time to get through the hunting ranks. However you want. And then, like, you can blast through it, which is what I'm doing. It's like, okay, you've got five missions to get to the next hunt, Hunter rank, so I'm doing that. Whereas you, I think you like to have every single mission complete before going to the next one. If you give me a list, I will tick them all off. <laughs> I have to before I move on. I can't, I can't leave anything hanging. I can't do that, I'm afraid. Okay. All right. What about you, Ed? What has been swapping your time? It doesn't, quite, it doesn't work now. anymore, does it? Yeah. <laughs> What's been swapping your joystick? Yeah. Um, What's been greasing your joystick this week? That, that kind of work. oh no, let's not go with greasing joysticks. <laughs> um, um, well, I've been playing some Monster Hunter, um, same as you. I actually haven't had as much time to game this week as I would have liked, um, but I've been dipping into some Monster Hunter. But I've also played the Cuphead DLC. <gasps> When's that out? It's a very good question. <laughs> Hmm. Wait, are we going to get an exclusive kind of here? Oh, it's out today. Yeah, I was going to say I think that is out today as well. So it's out today, and uh, how far into it the DLC? How far into the DLC are you? I finished it. I'm impressed. You finished Celeste and Cuphead in the same week. Indeed. Well, Cuphead DLC. Well, I I played this last week. Um, I did review it for Eurogamer. 
So I'm going to put a link in here. Oh yeah, by the way, Ed so, uh, is a journalist for Eurogamer, for those of you who don't know. Um, so please go read the review there. I'm, uh, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I want people to go and read it. But the short version is that it's very good. Um, if you've played Cuphead, which I had a few years ago and really enjoyed, um, this is just more of that. Um, it's, it's not super long. Uh, the main game has three islands. This gives you one more. And there are basically six bosses. Um, but there are some extra bits to do around that as well. So it lasted me about an evening. Um, but it's also like six quid to download. So do you know what? Six quid for an evening's entertainment. You'd pay that to go to the cinema yeah. for like two hours. So I think it's pretty worthwhile. Um, they are genuinely some of the best bosses from the game. It's really interesting going back to the original game and playing through those bosses. And by comparison, they are a complete cakewalk um, compared to the ones in the new DLC. But also they really, really lack detail. The And it makes you appreciate these new DLC bosses. Um, there's so much more detail in there. Yes. So many more frames of animation. There's so much stuff on the screen, um, which makes them a lot more difficult. Sometimes that stuff is a bit too distracting. Um, but from a from a purely visual artistic point of view, it's incredibly impressive. Just all the little detail and everything is hand-drawn. Um, if you're not familiar with Cuphead, it's essentially a sort of boss run platforming shooting game and you just defeat a number of bosses and it's incredibly difficult. Um, it, it's presented as a sort of 1930s cartoon, which seems very sort of family friendly and isn't it fun and bright and vibrant and colorful and lovely, um, but it's really tricky. Um, and these new bosses are amongst the most difficult that have been in the game for sure. And on a scale of, mcdonald's happy meal to michelle rue full set menu where would you put it <laughs> i see you're going for the food metaphors here mm-hmm. i mean because i do like it's the dlc and it's the delicious last course i see what they did there and the story no spoilers it sort of goes around food as well so everything is food puns and food related is it not food puns in the original no the base game okay for some reason i always thought it was but yeah no Mm. Um, so I, I would describe it as um, kind of like a Michelin star meal in that it's really small it's a really small portion um, but it's really tasty and it's really delicious and it's really rich in flavour and you're like wow I really enjoyed that but it was a small portion and it makes you want more is it for everybody? it's for everybody who has played Cuphead if you have already played the original and loved it you absolutely owe it to yourself to get this DLC and play it. Um, if you've never played Cuphead, then I would say just go get the base game and see what you think. And then if you like it and you want more, go for it. If you don't like Cuphead, then this is not for you. Um, I will add, there is an easy mode in Cuphead. Um, Can you progress I, with that? I don't know. I, I can't quite remember it because I didn't use easy mode. Um, but I think you can't continue. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. It's just... I. I, I didn't do expert. There's an expert mode. I didn't do that either. I did normal. Not yet. Um, That'll be a good stream, actually. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. Um, but there is an easy mode. I'm not sure if you can progress. There's also a co-op mode as well. So if you want to play with someone else, you can go through the whole game in co-op. And I think that probably does make things a little bit easier. It also could make well, things more difficult. Yeah. Because there's someone extra like jumping around the street 
like jumping around the screen, which might just be confusing. I was just thinking, if you played Cuphead co-op with me, it would not make it easier. <laughs> we'll see. Let's be honest. Let's we'll be see. honest. I can I can carry you. It's fine. Fine, 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 fine. Okay. Um, have you been playing anything else? Honestly, no. Um, I am still I'm still trying to get through Cyberpunk. Um, I haven't played any this week, but that is that is on the list. And then I'm determined to get through that so I can finally start Horizon. Yeah. And we are going to be... Uh, so one of the things that we're going to be doing on Swapping Joysticks are some review stream... Uh, review, not review streams, sorry, review videos for YouTube, YouTube. Mm. Um, I mean, one of them, uh, we're going to do an IRL one, an IRL video, non-review, obviously. Uh, this weekend, we're going to record at London Pride. So that should be up on Monday morning. We're going to try and aim to have a video up every Monday morning. Um, so it'll be ready. So hopefully you'll be able to catch that on Monday morning swappingjoysticks.com or if you go to youtube.com slash swapping joysticks you can see it um but one of the review yeah we're going to be doing review videos and i think the first one we're going to do is elden ring is that right i think we are i think you need to play a little bit more of it uh but yeah we are going to be talking on a video about elden ring which is i guess kind of the game of the year so far mm -hmm. and i say that in the sense of it's sort of it's the zeitgeist. It's the one that has just taken over conversation. For Eurogamer, I've written about, I think it's 76 articles about that game. So it is just the most talked about game this year so far. And therefore, it makes sense for us to also talk about it. Um, I finished it. You haven't. Um, no, I mean, I'm not going to. I would but... say you don't have to finish a game to have an opinion about it. Yes. Ed's reading his uh, Pink News uh, reviews there. <laughs> Aldair. I've always, <laughs> always completed them. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Go check out his review for Monster Hunter World. Rise. 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 Well, no, you did finish it. You saw credits. That I does. did? Yeah. No, that is, I, that saw, is. I saw credits. I gave it a five out of five. You're welcome. Yeah. No, we, I will be talking. I think when the, like, the rule is that one of us has to have finished it and the other one should have played a fair bit of it because we'll do Elden Ring other way. Oh, sorry. It's because I'm on Zoom. Yeah, the other other side that way. No, that way. That way. That yeah, way. I don't know. Yeah, we're going to oh, be um, so we're doing that, and I think yeah, maybe Cyberpunk is going to be another. I don't know what uh, others we're going to do, but we're going to try and get one. You know, every uh, every couple of weeks or so. Yeah, every every couple of weeks we'll do some review videos, and we will definitely be pushing some LGBT games. Yes. Uh, or games with LGBT themes, or that are of interest to the community. So that's yeah. definitely going to be our priority. Ones um, where we can. Elden Ring is just the game of the year, so yeah. not best game, but most talked about. So that's why that's first. Yeah, but also ones that we can critique as well, like Cyberpunk, which we both have opinions on when it comes to this kind of stuff. And that will be critiqued from an LGBT point of view. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there are a million, you know, white cis dude uh, podcasts that will just review it based on the gameplay and how fast the guns shoot and stuff like that. We like to look at it with a little slight bent to it. You're going to keep using that word bent, aren't you? Are we reclaiming that? We are. Is that yeah. what you're trying to do? No, it's, you know, we have an LGBTQIA plus bent to it. You know, it's a... Unless you can think of another word, I, I can't think of another Slant. word. Slant. Angle. Focus. Angle. Angle. I quite like angle. Yeah. Anything but bent. Anything but lens. Straight. Exactly. Lens. Yeah, a pink lens. Ooh, we've got our pink glasses on. Yeah, a pink hue. <laughs> Kit. <laughs> 
All right. Well, oh my God. Maybe when we do the review, we can put on some pink glasses. Interesting. Let's um. We'll we'll let's think about that. We'll think about that. <laughs> we will think about it and decide against it. But we'll we'll do something later. Um. But yeah. So yeah. I mean, apart from that, same here. I there are a few games I want to play this week. I kind of want to. I want to get into another live service game. Because I keep stopping. You've got the time for that? No, that's the thing. I, I want to get into them. I kind of want to get into a game that's got cross progression. Because that is, another, you know, 60 FPS, that was so 2021. Do you know what's in 2022? Cross progression. We need more games with cross progression. Sure. How on earth? Like, I kind of want to get back into Dead by Daylight. Especially this, if I were going to be playing some after this um, podcast. But Dead by Daylight is such a fun game but there's no way on earth i'm gonna go and download it on switch and then like have no cross progression whatsoever even if the dlc is not available on there so for example if on the you know if i got the dlc on uh steam and i download and i was able to get a bunch of you know i was able to buy the hunters or whatever they're called i don't mind if i have to do it again on switch just i would quite like to have the blood points and the unlocks or whatever you know carried along or carried on i would just yeah there are so many games that is, ben, need it. It's all going to change next month in terms of DVD. It's all going to change anyway, so it doesn't matter. I know it's going to change, but are they going to change cross-progression? Do you know? No. Okay. Because then I don't know. Okay. Yeah, apparently it's not. But uh, it's something that they've been talking about for... I think I last saw... I think the first time they said that they were going to do it was like a year ago. And they've heard nothing since. But more games, cross-progression. So, I'm yeah, I'm tempted as well to try and just to try and get into Fortnite on the Switch. Because that is one game that does have cross-progression. I think you should just try and complete a game. Oh, no, but then when it's finished, what do you play? The next one on your list. I keep, but I, the games I want to finish, I end up playing really, really long games and then getting bored before I finish. No, that's that's the moment where you push through and you'll say, I hate this game and I'm not enjoying it, but I'm going to finish it purely so I can put a tick next to it on my Trello board and move it to my completed column and then I'll go to the next one down. That's how you do gaming. That's oddly specific. I, I don't know anyone who would do that. <laughs> As Moni said, what shit advice is that? <laughs> uh, yes, I do have a game Trello board. I do. Yeah, there are fact, games I... to buy, games I own that I'm yet to play, games to stream, games I'm currently playing, and then games I've completed. And they get moved along as they as they get bought with priorities at the top. Is there a game that I've given up list? Um, no, they just go back to, I should play that, but they're at the bottom somewhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're, um, I did see you um, faffing moving things over on that. Yeah. I realized yeah. I hadn't moved Elden Ring into completed. And I was like, oh, this was a satisfying moment. 105 hours well spent. I just find it odd that you would that you push through and finish it. You're like the opposite of me. If I've got a slight hesitation with a game, I just stop playing it. Whereas no. you you could despise a game and you will go and finish it. I am I'm absolutely a completionist. Not to the point of I have to 100% or or you know having to get all the the trophies or something like that. Um I I, I can't be bothered. But I at least want to get to the end of the story to say that I finished it. I just I don't like leaving things hanging. And I completely appreciate that like life is too short and there are so many games to play. I should just play something else. But no, I just, if I can't complete it, it, it just goes back to the, to the, you will finish this one day and I won't, but I just, 
it just needs to stay in that list. So the game that what what game can you yeah can you not complete? The thing is, Ed is a very very good gamer. I mean, well, you say that, I wouldn't go that far. Is there a game that you've not been able to complete because it was too C- difficult? C- Celeste was a lot of luck. Um, I've never stopped a game because it was too hard. Actually, that's a lie. I haven't finished Dark Souls one. Ooh, but I just can't be bothered. <laughs> well, you could use that excuse. <laughs> I'm at the point. I'm at the poison area and no one likes that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, MMO. I mean, MMOs do have a story that you kind of get to the end of Like Final Fantasy 14 is one of those games that 99% of the time I'm not at the end of the main story quest. Like right now I'm like at 83 level missions and they keep bringing out more like patch missions. I'm like, oh, there's so many missions to do. I love it, but there's just so many missions. I know. And Final Fantasy 14 has been on my playing list for a very long time and I haven't actually touched it in a long time. Also on the playing list is Ring Fit, which I definitely have not finished. Yeah, I mean, Ring Fit, you can technically, you finished that, yeah, because it was too hard. That's Okay, that's one that you didn't finish because it was, was too hard. That was not too hard, thank you very much. I think it was, yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is still on the to playlist and I just Why? think there's so much in that game. I just, I don't know if I've got the energy to do that. I remember looking at, um, yeah, so Valhalla, I played it for 60, 70 hours or so for over, on and off for like over a year. And then I spent ages and ages doing just only the main missions. And then after, yeah, then I looked at the list of like the story missions and how many I had left and I wasn't even halfway. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? No, I'm not playing any more of this. I cannot be bothered. And the story, uh, the story in Valhalla is just boring. It is really oh. boring. Sorry, I've just noticed in my to playlist is Celeste. So let me just really satisfyingly move that into completed. Well, you haven't quite completed it though, have you? Excuse me, I saw credits. Yeah, you saw credit on Monster Hunter Rise and that didn't count. So you've got, you've still got the core and the farewell chapter. That's not happening. I saw credits, I've finished it, I'm done. How much, yeah, as a few people in the chat have said, why don't you make a DNF? Uh, column. I mean, I could do that. And yeah, people are saying they did that with Goodreads. I mean, I don't use Goodreads, but this stems from me reading books as a kid. And I would always start a book and like my mum would buy me a book and be like, right, you should read this. It's going to be really good. So I'd start it and then it would take me forever to finish it. But I was always determined that I would finish it. Maybe that was just to spite my mother. And maybe that's exactly where this has come from. And that is incredibly I plausible. do see a lot of <laughs> your mother and you um but that's why it took me literally i think about five years to read all three lord of the rings books because i was just i just couldn't find the time to read them and i was i'm not a slow reader like when i'm actually reading i'm i'm fairly quick but it just took me so long to just get through each of the chapters um like to find the time to read stuff so i i i just never i I always wanted to finish books but it took me a long time. See, I'm the opposite. I'm a slow reader. Oh, I'm the, I can't, I, I, I can't read. I am bad at reading. Like I can read easily, but my, I'm really impatient. So if I'm reading something and it's a bit tense, my eyes will flick to the other page just to see what's happening. And then I've kind of lost where I am. Um, also, yeah, like if I put a book down for a week and then forget, I'll probably rather restart the book and then get bored because I've read it all ready rather than go back to where I was. Lord, um, the Game of Thrones books was like that. The first Game of Thrones book I actually read 
uh, and finished in the space of you know a few weeks. But the second one, I just could not finish. It was so slow and so boring. Oh, how dare! I got through them all. All of the Game of Thrones books. Read them all. And I'm then, up to date. And he's never going to finish it. So you're never going to be able to finish those books. That that's stressing me out. Like. You know, you spent five minutes coming up with some names for Elden Ring of some random people that someone else then made into gameplay and you can't finish an entire book. No, George. No. No. Get back to the right writing board. novel. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the best books are ones that you can listen to. Audiobooks. Let's not start that argument. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. The drama. Um, but yeah, what I think we should talk about the headlines this week. Headlines, what's been swapping, um, what has been, swapping. um, I don't know, uh, swapping, uh, turning the joysticks red. Let, yeah. I'm sorry, can we not say turning the joysticks red? We can't have that as is a tagline. I don't know what the, isn't that a thing? No, that. <laughs> That's a step too far. Headlines. No, I mean, he's getting a bit old now, Ton, but, you know, I'm getting some. Wow. Swollen joysticks. Yeah, well, let's go and see what has been headlining. The Smashing joy- our buttons. Yeah. Um, well, the, the big thing that happened this week was a Nintendo Direct. And it's rare that these things happen. Oh, my God. So the one that was when everybody it. was either just waking up or at work. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. I mean, also, I, it's great for people in Japan who got to see it at a time when it wasn't the middle of the night for them. I am happy for those. Exactly. For those people. The one thing I didn't like about this direct is that usually um, it's a live stream, and with this one, it was like they didn't put up in advance the the URL, so no one knew where it was, and then it just appeared in full, which meant I immediately skipped to the end to be like, well, what's the big thing in the end? Like, no, I I missed the the like community of like let's all watch something together as a live stream and tweet about it and i missed that i remember joking to you being like it'll be funny if they just dropped the video and then they did and then they did um but there was some good stuff in it there was nothing in ground in it there was nothing groundbreaking i would say um it was a partner showcase so it was all third party games um, um nothing groundbreaking nothing that was momentous well, for you, maybe, but we'll yes. get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. So they started off with, with uh, Sunbreak, Monster to Rise, out today. Always nice to have an extra look at that. Um, we then had Near Automata on Switch. Automata. 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 It's not. Have you not heard them talk about it? It's Automata. It's Automata. It's like automated. Automata. No, it's like Automaton. Automata. Automata. <laughs> it's genuinely it's like... coming to switch <laughs> <laughs> oh great so now i can be correct on the go you try that you try that um i know you're you're a fan oh. of that you want to play that again i am not i, I enjoyed it but I I, maybe it. i should play it again now i'd like to get the platinum on playstation because i did love it and you can buy all the trophies um, a new game from um, Laser Eyes, which is an Annapurna published uh, indie studio mm. called Lorelei and the Laser Eyes, which looks like a kind of 
PS1 era horror, black and white, pixely kind of thing, um, which looks quite quite cool. I'm quite interested by that. Nice. Um, Bomberman. No one cares about Bomberman. Oh, remember when Bomberman um, launched on the... Wasn't it the Switch launch game and it was terrible? Yeah, and they, they've taken it down now. Oh. You can't play multiplayer on that anymore. Really? I think. I think. Wow. Um, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, which if you've never played them, they are Mega Man RPGs. Um, fun for the people mm-hmm. who want that. Uh, Pac-Man World Repack or Remake. Um, what's interesting there is that there is this ongoing lawsuit over uh, Ms. Pac-Man. Mm. Um, there's a whole thing about who owns the rights to Ms. Pac-Man. And it means that in all of these remakes and, and old Pac-Man games, um, it's now Pac-Mom instead <laughs> of Ms. Pac-Man. And uh, she now has like a pink bow on her head instead. So it's no longer Ms. Pac-Man. And people are very unhappy about that. Just saying. Mm. pac Um Pack Milf. That's what they should have done. <laughs> oh. oh, there'll be a gilf in there. A ghost I'd like well, to friend. Oh. See? Also, if if there's Pack Mom, does that mean Pac Man is Pack Dad? Pack Daddy. Pack Daddy. What's Pack Daddy packing? He swallows a lot, that's for sure. You can. <laughs> um Next up is Blanc, which oh, I think you and I should definitely play. We are going to play that. Is that like a cozy kind of snuggle up on the sofa game or is it stream and uh, make rude comments about it? Um, I think it should be stream and make rude comments about it. Okay, um, perfect. It's because it's, it's a very cute, endearing, wholesome game about a fawn and a wolf cub <laughs> who have to work together to... Um, Find a way home across a snowy wilderness. So I've just seen and Rick think, saying pack hussy. Not that. <laughs> that was that was the line. Oh. <laughs> uh. Um so yeah, it's a very wholesome, endearing game that I think we should absolutely ruin by playing on stream. Um yeah. and that's coming out next year. Is it what is it cat and a dog, do you say? Uh, a wolf and a fawn. <laughs> oh you listening? I wasn't listening. <laughs> Who's gonna be the wolf? Who's gonna be is the fawn? Is it a cat and a dog? No, it's a fawn and a wolf cub. <laughs> okay. Oh, a bit like Fox and the Hound. No, what's the one? Bambi and... Does Bambi get attacked by wolves? I can't remember. I know Bambi gets shot. Oh, no, it's Bambi's mum that gets shot. Bambi's mum gets shot. Are yeah. there wolves in there that also attack them? Spoiler. Spoiler warning. Yeah. Are there any wolves yeah. that do damage? Hey, everybody. We are uh, here spoiling movies. Uh, do you know E.T.? <laughs> E.T. does go home in the end. Uh, he fights home. He does. He phones home and he goes home. Nice. He's sent back to his country packing. <laughs> no space. Sorry. Um, <laughs> next up was oh, uh, Tons. Wait, one before we get that, oh, uh, Bambi's voice actor became a marine. Apparently. Oh wow! Did you know that the voice of God, Stitch from Lilo and St- Stitch, the monster or the girl? I've actually never seen Lilo and Stitch. Okay. The voice of Stitch is also the actress who plays that. Also plays Samara, the one that crawls out of the TV in the ring. Oh, okay. That is Stitch. But also, yeah. she uh, she also plays another one. She also plays. Um, uh, one second. I'm just yeah. Obviously, this is great for podcast. I'm just googling it now. 
But she also plays um, a thing from Donnie Darko as well. I love Donnie Darko. I know. I knew you would. Um, See, now I'm interested. She is um, in Donnie Darko. No, she's she's also, uh, she's Samantha in Donnie Darko. But she is the main one. She's Chihiro in Spirited Away. So she's Stitch, Chihiro, and Samara, which I think is pretty awesome. That is a, that is a great... Uh, oh. Samantha is his sister. Yeah. Yes, I'm remembering that now. But she hasn't seemed to have done anything ah. since 2017. I hope, uh, oh. oh, here we go. This is why. Oh. 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 Do you want to see? Um, yeah. So I was like, why did it suddenly stop in 2017? Chase was arrested in November 2017 for riding in a stolen car. She was arrested again in 2018 for drug possession charges, 18 months after allegedly leaving a dying man outside an emergency room. <laughs> that, took, that took a turn. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's happened to uh, Stitch. <laughs> wow. Maybe the wow. real monster was not Stitch. <laughs> it really did take uh, take a turn. We're all learning things today. Yeah, yeah, we really are. Poor Ch- well, not Poor Hero, poor dying man. Probably dead man. Anyway, yeah. back to the Nintendo Direct. <laughs> um, we then saw some of Return to Monkey Island. Um, which is the new Monkey Island game, um, which unfortunately people have been really horrible about online and the creator has had to basically go offline and turn off all comments because people are sending hate. Why? It looks like they what don't you like want. The, they don't like the art style. Oh, losers. Literally, people are like, I don't like the art style and start sending abuse to the creator, which is just pathetic. <sighs> Get over yourselves, people. Yeah, go boil your head. Yeah. Um, we also had a nice long look at Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. And oh. I'm very excited about this game. Now, I haven't played the first one. You're going to lend it to me. I am going to lend it to um, you. I haven't played it, but this one looks great. I love that it's based on Mario Galaxy, which is a phenomenal platformer. Um, and I am already obsessed with Rabbid Rosalina. There it is. She has such an absolute mood. Oh. That she, just, just, she just hates life. She's so emo. She's like, she's over it. I hate life. Ugh, I think rabid, rabid Peach was incredible. So like a Rabid Rosalina. I don't know if Rabid, I can't remember because it's so long ago when I played it. All I remember was I love Rabid Peach. Like Rabid Peach is like such kind of a, I'm trying to say it politely, like airhead, like, but kind of just obsessed with selfies and has to take I get, selfies. I get Mean Girls vibes. From yes. Her. Yes, exactly. Like Regina okay. George, Mean Girls. Yes. But quite obviously... <laughs> is a rabbit that's a bit bucktooth as well it's uh <laughs> it is hilarious it is so so funny um yeah, yeah every single time that like, i don't play smash brothers but every time they're like we're going to announce a new character a new uh character i'm like if it's rabid peach i will buy it i mean I, I literally i don't play um play it but i ended up buying the pack that's got joker in it because i love persona even though i've not finished it um yet but yeah give me a yet. rabid peach nice um, we've got an extra little look at Sonic Frontiers at Ooh. the cyberspace levels, which look like they're based on, excuse me, based on um, previous games. So there's mm. like a Green Hill level, um, there's like a City Escape level, um, etc. So that sounds quite fun. I know people have very mixed opinions on Sonic Frontiers. I am just looking forward to playing it mm. um, as a Sonic fan. 
later on in the year. Um, there was a montage of various different bits, um, stuff that's coming. There's a Disney, like Stardew Valley Harvest Moon wannabe. Um, somebody said a- that, like, somebody was like, Square Enix took one look at Rune Factory and went, yeah, we can do better. <laughs> well, we haven't got there yet. Oh, so there's there's the there's Disney Dreamlight Valley. I mean, they've even put Valley in the name. Come on, you're trying to be Stardew. Yeah. You get it. Then there's Doraemon Story of Seasons, literally Story of Seasons. Oh, oh, you yeah, know then... that is Story of Seasons, like their version, like their new. See, I don't know what Doraemon is. It's an anime, right? Okay, but that looked quite cool. <laughs> like, I'm actually intrigued by the look of it, but I don't know what Dory Doraemon is. It Dor- Doraemon or Doraemon or Doraemon Doraemon. Okay, I might be wrong. Demon. I'm so I'm sorry, anime fans. Um, and then there's Harvest Stella which is then Final Fantasy's take on Stardew Valley, which is them trying to be Rune Factory, trying to be Harvest Moon, trying to be everything all together. Um, Doraemon. Doraemon. Okay. Do a deer, female deer, ra, a noise a T-Rex makes. E. Don't. <laughs> Don't continue with that. E, a drug I take. Myself, <laughs> mon, a shortened name for... Money. Money. <laughs> there you go. What a beautiful song. Lovely. Wonderful. Oh. Um, so yeah, Harvestella. It's it's uh it's yeah, it's another harvesting farming game. You have a town, um, you meet people, and there are four seasons that you go through because that's the earth, and then there's an extra one, which is the season of death, oh. uh, which is where everything dies and you can't go outside, and then you go dungeon crawling with Final Fantasy jobs. Like, if that game is good and has depth to it, that is going to set the bar because the the amount of game. I mean, Stardew Valley is great, but it's kind of pixely and looks a bit basic from afar. And that, I think that turns off a lot of people. If this comes out and it's actually a really decent mix of the games and it keeps you interested and has a lot of depth, hopefully that will then cause all the other games to be like, oh, we should really pull our socks up and release a decent game because the amount of games that have come out like that that have been... I don't want to speak too badly of them because a lot because I've had sponsored streams by them. But like Story of Seasons was fun. I enjoyed it, but it was budget. And Rune Factory, even more so. So if they release one that's actually got some depth to it and is a bit polished, I'm really down for that. Yeah, it's definitely got potential, but it's also very obvious that Square Enix have gone, hang on, what's popular at the moment? Mm-hmm. Let's do our own version of that and make it seem like Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, what was it so called again? This- Harvestella. Harvestella. Which also is a terrible name. Yeah. Oh, Harvestella. No, Harvest. Um, Harvestella. Um, it does, however, have beautiful art, and the art is done by the same artist who did Final Fantasy XII. So it does look beautiful. How did Harvest? Ella. So Harvest Ella. Oh, Ella. A. A. Yeah. With right. a double L. Oh, yeah, that looks... That doesn't look, well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely getting Rune Factory vibes from the 3D uh, farming area. It doesn't look incredibly, uh, you know, fancy. No, but it's also on a Switch, so... It's always Monster Hunter Rise. Also true. And so, soon, will be, at long last, Persona 5 Royal. Yes! Which I know you are very excited about, Ben. Yeah, because I cannot sit at a console for 120 hours, like, 
at my TV. I just cannot do that. I literally, my the only way I can play a console game is Some either sat have. in this or in bed. I don't even have a sofa. There's not. I don't own or have access to a sofa to play a game. And I'm not coming over to yours for 120 hours to play Persona, Gus. You will go. No, nuts. you're really not. Exactly. So I need to find a way of playing it on the go. And now I can. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, also or, put, yeah. or you can play it on PlayStation or on Xbox or on Steam. And that is on the 21st of October. Yeah. If I had a Steam um, Deck, I'd have probably played it on there as well. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, finally that's coming. I've already played Persona 5, but I haven't played the Royal version of it. So I am half tempted to spend another 120 hours to um, to play it all over again. But I am very excited that also Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable, again, as on other consoles, are coming to Switch. So Persona 5 is this year. They will come next year. Um, I'm very excited to play those because I haven't played them at all. And I loved Persona 5 and I'm very, very interested to play 3 and 4 as well. Yeah. I also skipped over, as Jinx said here, Portal on Switch. So now you can play Portal on Switch. Yes, you can. Uh, Stret jokes saying 120 hour stream with Ben and Edward. Hey, if we if I made it so you know like streaming was the one job, we would the 120 hour stream where we swap and we go to sleep and we take over like playing Persona Five from start to finish. Yeah, I if, mean we could do that for charity. For yeah, that could actually be an interesting. One day. How, hang on. How many days is 120 hours? Four days. I can't do. I can't do maths. Oh, five days. Five days straight. Yeah. yeah. Oh God! It'd be like Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could be quite a... big. Biggest. Well, we, you've you've done biggest brother, but yeah, biggest, biggest, biggerusser brother. Biggerusser brother. Mm. There we yeah. go. Yeah. I mean, Monty would probably stay awake for the entire thing. That's the thing, <laughs> and we'd probably send her into an early grave so let's maybe not uh anytime soon if i got if i got to the point where you know i was able to stream full time or something like that or you know i could take a week off and it wouldn't be a problem then that could be fun um nice. well, yeah you have to stream yeah because they automatically cut you off every 40, 48 hours so we'd have to do that but that, that is a definite potential like big charity stream that would be something really really big and wild that would be a lot of fun I think we would have to stream it somewhere where it's just kind of a webcam in a room rather than it being us like sat. Yeah. We would, on camera. Well, we'd have to, well, we'd probably, yeah, we'd do it in like in your living room and the camera on the sofa. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Exactly. Something like that. Um, okay. Some final headlines for you. I'm firstly just going to plug my own work because why the hell not? Do it. Um, so will I. I. I'm a great teacher. If anybody wants any private English classes, uh, just send me a DM. Great. Um, this week, uh, Eurogamer are running uh, Pride Week articles, and I spoke to Captain Fluke, uh, also known as Emmy, who uh, was the first openly trans esports caster. And she casts for Siege and for Valorant. And we had a really, really lovely conversation about uh, esports and visibility and the sort of toxic community and, and how things are, are getting a lot better now um, because there is more visibility and we're seeing more diversity in the games that people are playing. And that's having a knock on effect to the audience and the esports communities around it. So um, please go read that because I really enjoyed writing it. And Emmy is incredible. 
Uh, we've also talked a little bit about Cyberpunk, so I'm going to plug this one as well, um, which uh, was published today and is a piece all about uh, queer representation in Cyberpunk. So that might also be of interest. Um, and then a couple of other bits. Um, Sony has unveiled some new PC gaming gear. Um, well, it's, called, it's called InZone. It's their new brand. Um, and uh, it's very expensive. It's a line of monitors and headsets, which is clearly part of their push to get into PC gaming because we've had lots of uh, PC versions of PlayStation games coming over. Uh, now they're getting into tech. They have monitors starting starting at £999. Why? Why, why, why they are, have, they that, are they that good? They have headsets that cost between £89 and £269. That seems rather pricey. That, that monitor, £999, will be available later this summer. It's an in-zone M9, 27-inch, 4K, 144Hz gaming monitor. I mean, that is a, that is like what you want, but it's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, 144Hz, 4K, you're not going to need to upgrade for years and years and years and years, if ever. I mean, you will. There's but... then a 27-inch full HD, 240Hz gaming monitor, which is priced to be confirmed. If you can't see the price, you can't afford it. Very true. Mm. Very true. Uh, just that is just. Hopefully, people that are going to go and buy that will then look on the internet and find one that's probably even better for a lot less. Although I don't know, like yeah. 4K and 144 hertz, like eventually that's going to be what people just go for, because you want 144 hertz, because that's like. Yeah, you can't. I've I've used a monitor that was 160 before or 165, and I saw absolutely zero difference between 144, 165. It's like 144 is pretty much butter. Um, but yeah, and 4K. I mean, when it's a monitor size, if you're going for an 8K one, it's can you can you even see the difference? I'll be honest, I just glazed over there because you were just saying numbers and I didn't understand any of it. Do you know what 4K, that means 4,000. Right. 4K, so look, your monitor is 1080 by is 1920. It? It's like, <laughs> imagine four of those monitors squeezed into one. I mean, I understand one. what 4K is. Okay, well, there we go. It was just lots of numbers and I just kind of stopped listening. Well, never mind. I'm used to You're it. You're welcome. You're welcome. And our final bit of news is a lovely pride story to end on, Yay. Uh, which we read about today. Um, and this is a football story. You wrote, and I so you've gone from Formula I, One to football. I wrote a story about football. And when I say football, dear Americans, I mean soccer. And this did take place in America. Um, in fact, it was in Portland, the Portland Timbers, Ooh. which is a soccer team. Where's Portland? Um, West. In, Northwest. In which state? Oregon. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Congratulations. Just south of Seattle. Mm. See, I know geography <laughs> vaguely. You wrote about um, it. I did. Um, so the Portland Timbers, um, they have their their team called um, Portland Timbers. Uh, the, the, no, called sorry, their supporters. I meant called the Timbers Army. And they have a load of banners that they that they throw up at, at different matches. And for Pride, um, they pulled up uh, a series of banners that said, from Stonewaller Brick 
and Portland an axe. And then respect our pride or expect our wrath. Which I, like, I love. I like a bit of, you know, threatening pride. It's not this, you know, kind of, oh, it's great, isn't it? Here's a flag. Wave, wave, wave. No, you accept us. Yeah. Or else. And then, and then they brought up holding an axe, another banner, which was May Barofsky, who is the cat from Night in the Woods. <laughs> That's not the right one, but, you know, yeah. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? Have waving you, your arms around. Have you not seen um, Night in the Woods? Or played it? Well, the, the game? Yeah. Yeah? The fox that's like... <laughs> Is no. that what it does? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I feel a bit silly now. Great. Anyway, uh, Night in the Woods is a great game. I'll be honest, I, I never finished it. Um, but <gasps> it's a great game. It is a great, great game. It's just lots of like depressed gay animals and what's not to love about that. Yeah, it's um, great and really sarcastic and um, very LGBT friendly. Yeah. Um, Greg. So it was um, basically a video of this at the match um, was put up on, on Twitter and meant uh, and went viral. Ed, what about your list? I mean, I think it's on the list somewhere. It better be. It's one of those. It's one of those I need to restart play again. Also, yeah, do um, play that and stream it. That would have been great for Pride Month. Oh, why didn't we think about it? Oh. Anyway, the creator, uh, Scott Benson, then shared it saying, jaw dropped. I've typed like five or six witty follow-ups, but I got nothing. This is the closest I have ever been to being involved in sports. <laughs> um, I don't know, folks. I'm pleased that our beloved dirt ball from down the block continues to show up in unexpected places and also that those places are generally very good. Anyway, I endorse the message and the implied threat of axe violence. <laughs> Amazing. Which is excellent. So, yeah, Mabrowski is a pride symbol in Portland. Who knew? Who excellent. Knew? Um, all right. So, oh, also, um, yeah, I mean, Night of the Woods also has a bit of, you know, kind of a bit of a dark history as well with the creator, you know. Oh. So, well, Scott, uh, he... Uh, he was the designer along with a girl called Bethany Hockenberry and Alex Holoka. Holoka. Uh, Alex, sorry, not Alex. Alex Holoka. And um, yeah, a few years ago, some uh, allegations of abuse came out against him. And I did know that. Then he. Oh, I yeah. don't want to endorse this game anymore. Well, there are the thing is that there are. Well, I mean, Scott Benson is awesome. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah, he ended up after all these, uh, after this, uh, allegation, after these allegations of abuse, he committed suicide. So, oh. yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, it's still a, it is a brilliant game, and Scott Benson is awesome, and you should always okay. support him. Excellent. Then we love this. We love the game. We love the story. Yay, yes. Pride! It, and it, it is, is a really, really good story. Do it and play it. I will play it. All right. Anything else? That is the headlines for this week. Yeah, and uh, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, mix it around on uh, Discord with some channels and various questions of the day and stuff, but we want to get some questions from you because, like I said, every week we're going to try and record. Well, we will record because we need consistency is the key. Is key. Uh, we're going to get a uh, like a short video up each week where we, instead of in the past when we did split the screen, we had like a little question segment. What we're going to do instead is have uh, an IRL video some like once a week where we go and answer some questions. We're just chilling wherever we are, whatever we're doing, just uh, 
not whatever, but yeah, we will just go and uh, record our answer to some of these questions. Just have a, like a relaxed chat about them and we'll post it only on YouTube. So you'll be able to get that at youtube.com slash swapping joysticks. So go and do that. Speaking of, where can people find Swapping Joysticks on the internet, Ben? They can find Swapping Joysticks at swappingjoysticks.com. Right at this moment, as we, as I am recording this, uh, we do not have an RSS feed up for this, uh, but it will be available either later tonight or tomorrow. So just go to swappingjoysticks.com and that is where you'll find the link as soon as it does appear. However, this will be placed on YouTube. It'll always, every episode from now on will be put onto YouTube. Um, and you'll also be able to find us on Twitter, promoting it at Swap Joysticks. And the YouTube is slash Swapping Joysticks now? Exactly. Slash Swapping Joysticks. We managed, because we've got 120 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you so much to everybody who did yes, that. Yes, thank you. Last week. Lots of lovely people. Very, very kind. But yeah. All swapping right. links. There you go. Exactly. We're swapping links. So go just, just go to swappingjoysticks.com. That's where all the links are. You can go and click on whatever you want. There's the Twitter. There's this Twitch channel, slash Biggest Benis, which is where we record it live. And also the link to YouTube, YouTube. All yes. right. But Ed, where can we find you if we want to find you? You can find me on Twitch and on Twitter at Ed underscore Knights with an N. Excellent. I am uh, Biggest Benis one on Twitter, Biggest Benis pretty much everywhere else and you should definitely follow me on the because why not and also i'm on the road why to 10k not? and i've got a plan and i've put some things in motion uh for what i'm going to be doing uh if slash when i reach 10k so feel cool. free to follow me on the old twitter uh, on the old twitch sorry not twitter <laughs> okay um so yeah well, you can finish it however you want. I mean, you're going to have to think of a new way of uh, finishing the podcast now. I know, I know. Well, we'll see you all next week. Uh, we have a special guest planned for next week. We do. It's it's confirmed, kind of, but I don't want to say anything until a bit closer to the say. time. Yeah, but we, won't we say. do have a very exciting uh, guest. That will be next Thursday at 8 p.m. So slightly later, 8 p.m. Uh, next week. But if you do check us out, Make sure you follow us on YouTube because we will have a video up before then. All right. Very nice. Well, we will see you all then next week for more podcasting fun. And we'll be swapping. Be there. Or, or get swapped. Fucked. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Get No. Be there or we'll swap you for someone else. 